What up, fellas? No theme song this week. We jumping right in. Welcome to the Sons of Legends. It's your boy, Art Dog, here with your homeboy, MJ Gunner. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Every week, every week. And and this week, it's a special reason why we have no theme song. Why is that, Art? It's because we back with the fam. Yes. We got a special guest. My main man. I mean, he's been already on Spotify. He's yeah. already been on Apple Podcasts. Hey, he's got his own talk show now. I mean, he's doing his own show. He don't even need us no more. I think he done pulled himself <laughs> off the market too. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, our guy Teddy Duchamp. Yeah. What's Duchamp up? Duchamp is back, is baby. Back. That's what I like to hear. Man, it's been so long, and I'm happy to have you back on the show, brother. How you been? Man, good. Making changes, doing things, you know, but still still keeping up. That's right. That's right, man. I, I hear you took yourself off the market. Yep, yep. Engaged to get married in July. Hey, hey, I love to hear it, my man. I love That's to great. hear it. Love to hear it. Well, we gonna well, thank get you very much. into all this stuff that got to do with the wrestling business, man, because it has been cracking. It has been so good right now. And we had uh what I consider three pay-per-views mm-hmm. in the UFC, AEW, and also we had TNA Impact. Well, I still call it TNA. It's just impact, dog. I still, it's not hard. I still call it TNA. I can't help it. Well, I'm going to need you to get it to get it right, man. Old habits die hard. Agreed. Uh, yeah, I feel you. All right, so where do you guys want to start? Y'all want to start with AEW from last night? I mean, we might as well kick it off with AEW since they had one of the better shows. You know what I'm saying? I mean... I think that AEW actually did have a great show. I'm not saying that it was the best show. I'm saying that it actually was a great show. The reason why I'm saying it wasn't as great is because some of these matches that I was really looking forward to just didn't do it for me. But still in all, man, it was it was a great show. Teddy, what were some of your favorite parts from last night? Oh, House of Black and, and uh, Death Triangle. I'm, they put on a great match. Seeing Eric Redbeard back in the ring was 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 awesome. Of course, I'm gonna just go ahead and put it out there. William fucking Regal. Let's go. Regal. Let's go. I'm what? talking about that was that that was one of the ones that really got me right there. I mean, if you ain't mark out for that, then you're not a mark at all. Well, I guess at I'm not a mark at all. At all. <laughs> I, I'm marked out. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. Oh, for thing, sure. The thing with Regal is, I guess it's how they use him. If they use him as, like, a trainer or, you know, somebody who's grooming the next class, I'm all in. I'm here for that. But if they're not... I could have gone without this sign. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm kind of. What the, if he become? What if he becomes the manager of Mox and Danielson? I don't really like this. I don't tag like team this with, tag brother. team thing, <laughs> man. I see. I feel like AEW has the best tag team division in wrestling right now. I agree. Hands down. Hands, Hands down. down. 
Why do we need to throw people together right now? We don't. It's one of the things that really killed the other tag team divisions and other companies was these thrown together tag teams that just come in and bombard everybody. The the, the thing that I see here is I got no problems if it makes sense. You know, if two people with the same goal, I guess, as they say, because I'm loving KO and Seth Rollins on Raw. You know, yes. they're killing me. They make they they crack me up, man. Especially this week. But uh, anyway, I don't really see Brian Danielson and John Moxley really mixing well together. I mean, their styles don't mix. Their personalities don't mix. Like their agendas I, don't mix. I, I don't see the point. To be honest with you. But aren't those some of the best tag teams? Look at RK Bro. Yeah, but that's that's one thing. Funny. Okay, so the one thing was RK Bro was really organic. Mm-hmm. It, it bred from Riddle and Orton having a match on Raw. Everybody loved it. Orton mm-hmm. says, "Okay, it's something there. Let's run with it," and they ran with it, and it grew. Moxley and Danielson feel like they're forcing something that isn't there to begin with. We don't really remember the feud that they had in WWE or the one that they had in, I guess, Ring of Honor or GCW or whatever indies they were. It was so long ago, nobody can remember it. They were so low on the pedestal. So they're trying to judge up a memory that none of us have. But they put on a hell of a show last night. I didn't think so, personally. It was okay. I don't I don't think that just because you bleed that it's a great match. And for, it was violent. It was back and forth. It was unpredictable. It was violent. That's <laughs> what I want to say. Are you a big John Boxley fan? Uh not as big as some people that we know. I'm definitely not I'm not a fan of Moxley's wrestling style. I'm not going to lie. I think his style is taking as much pain as possible. And he doesn't do it. Type style all the time. Yeah, and he doesn't do it as good as Mick Foley. No. That's true. You know what I mean? Now that's a person that can take some pain. Well, Jeff Hardy. He invented this style, you know? Yeah, I mean it's I mean he didn't invent it. It's just I think the dynamite kid kinda invented the style of taking these outrageous bumps. I think that was kinda where everybody kinda stemmed it from, from the Benoit's and all those guys, they kinda stemmed it from the Dynamite Kid. But that's before your time, Maddie. Let's not get into a history <laughs> lesson here. You know what I mean? I'm talking about Mox. Mox, I think he needs to use his mic skills. That's what brung him to the dance. His mic skills, the lunatic fringe, it made me excited to see him when he was the lunatic fringe, when he was able to grab that microphone and captivate the audience. It's something about him on that mic, and I'm missing it. I mean, I think he's good at what he does. You know, John Moxley's a... Uh and one of the guys that the hardcore wrestling fans, they like, you know, he, they like to go out there and he beats people up and he's, you know, swinging chairs and he's, you know, he's he's hardcore, you know, and he's good at that, in my opinion. You know, I think he's got his own niche of fans. Yeah. You know, you're just not one of them. Okay, can we talk about my favorite match of the night? All right, go ahead. 
can we talk about the tag team triple threat between the Young Bucks, Red Dragon, and Jungle Jurassic Express? I knew that was going to be a barn burner the second I saw it. Now, see. Oh, amazing. It was, it was, it wasn't everything I thought it could be. Only if they would have started it off as a triple threat. But in the beginning, they started off with this faux pas deal of the Bucks and Red Dragon saying that they were going to work together. Against- you see, that confuses me because you know, I, I try my best to keep up with AEW, but aren't these guys all in the same group? You know, Adam, put, Adam Cole runs with the Bucks, For Adam now. Cole runs with Red Dragon. For now. For now. That's why we need to have an Adam Pole on a pole match. Everybody was, uh, was on the same side. Here. Of coals. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Cole on the pole. Adam Cole on the pole match. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it cracking. I mean, but once he <laughs> kicked off into a for real triple threat, it really kicked in the high gear. Yeah, I feel like it. And I, I love that match. I, I loved the, I mean, and it really showed me. I thought the Bucks were losing it. I, they they shut my mouth right fast. But the thing, think about but think about it with the Bucks leaks in my opinion. It's kind of cool, you know. At least back in the day, it was kind of cool, you know. Kind of rag on them a little bit, you know. All they do is the high spots, you know. They can't really wrestle, yada yada yada. But they've definitely grown since then. Like it, they're not the same wrestlers as they was, you know, That's, back in their Bullet Club days. I, I think it, I think what it is. The Bucks ain't got nothing to prove no more. Now they just going out there doing them. Right, and I like this style of them. And this is, I mean, and Red Dragon. My favorite tag team on the planet right now. Love them, love them, love them. I ain't gonna so, do that I will. Can, can we say that both Red Dragon and Bucks did a hell of a job of putting Jungle Boy over? Because they whooped that dude's ass for 15 minutes. And who got the pin? Jungle Boy. That's true. The one of yes. The, one of the four pin. Hey, let me tell you. That, uh, whatever move they used to finish the match that, like, like backflip. Uh, it was a, uh, it was, he had him in the gory special. No, he, he no. over into the power he, bomb. That's what ju- it was. He just basically... Like flipped them, back flipped them like he was going for he a back went on suplex. His back though, wasn't he? He's on no. his back. He like had him in a back suplex position, flipped them backwards into a power bomb. I could swear he was on his back. The yeah, no. is he on his back, Teddy the Champ? No. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, you see, two to one. He's got him on his back. And then he flips over into the power bomb. That's where that move happens, Arch. No, it's like a. Arch, I will look it up on YouTube right now. If someone reverses a back suplex, they go into a backflip. That's what it was. I'm telling you, it's the gory special, the gory special power bomb, Arch. That's what I'm I gonna saw. have to look at that again. See, it's so amazing that we're sitting here wasting time arguing about that's it. Your <laughs> that's how part. amazing that's that a move great is. Move. But it's the gorgeous. I gotta see it bomb. again. I just want to see it. Was it was great. See, I should have rewinded when my mind said rewinded, but we were live. <laughs> we were watching it live, and I couldn't rewind it. 
And no, he can't rewind it. But I wanted to. And I about push play today to, to rewatch it. I went back and <laughs> rewatched some stuff that I yeah. thought I was going to be disappointed in to make sure yeah. that I was disappointed in it. <laughs> Which was Adam Cole versus Adam Page. I really was I was kind of high on this and then it happened and I was like this is not living up to what I thought. Uh-huh. And the reason why is because I think it's true what people are saying. I think Hangman might not be a good champion. Teddy, your thoughts? I like Hangman as champion. He had a good series of matches with Daniel Bryan. He had a good that Texas Death match with Lance Archer was off the hook. I, I maybe we expected more out of this match because it was the Adams and everything that they entailed. Yeah. There was no yeah. there was no blood. There was no blood from Adam Page for once, and there was no surprise run in, which I think a lot of people were thinking, especially after Don Callis showed up. Oh no, uh, so, Red Dragon ran oh. in. Of course. Well, but I mean, like, like match changing, like debut type shit. You know, yeah. not even at the end of it. Yeah, Red Dragon ran so in, think, and then the Dark Order ran right. in, and you know, right. it ended up just being them again. But right, <coughs> maybe you're right because the matches that he had with Kenny Omega and Daniel Bryan, I really liked. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, right. definitely. I did not like the feud with Lance Archer. I don't think that that was a way to bring Lance Archer back. I don't uh, think he should have jumped right into the title picture. I think he should have came back, took somebody out, maybe took out a couple of members of the Dark Order and stake his claim for the title. Again. But just, and now he's gone again. Yeah, just throwing him directly yeah. into the title shot, I don't think that was a good idea. Like, I think I, I, I like Adam Page, you know, enough. He's not my favorite guy on AEW roster, but... You know, if if they build this this run he's having, you know, I think it could work. I mean, he does have some pretty high key victories. You know, can you beat Kenny Omega Street? Those matches with Daniel Bryan. You know, and this match with Adam Cole. You know, I guess they just gotta uh, they gotta do a better job of keeping him at the top of the card, like making him seem like the most important thing on the show. And, and what I think would help with that is a good long feud. Like this is the stuff that this is stuff that would get me interested. This is stuff that uh you know I re- really think that would uh help you know uh, build him and whoever he's feuding with up. Like get a good name and then get oh, a good long feud going. They could have they could have kept it running with Daniel Bryan. That was that was yeah, I wouldn't mind. Great matches, that potential, but who's it going to be? You know, I know exactly who it should be. Who? MJF. Is this what I said earlier about oh champions? You know, they just uh, go through challenges one after another, after another, after because another. Because the There's guy, no here. the guy that I feel like they're building, who's really popular. I feel like if he got in the ring with Adam Page right now, he'd take the title, which is Wardlow. That's who they're building. I think Wardlow's got more work in progress right now. He's got a little bit more building to do with him. You know, maybe after this feud with MGF that we all know is going to come, you know. Once he wins the TNT title, it will, yes. No, I don't think he's going to win it. 
I think what's going to happen, I think MJF is going to cost him the TNT title against Sammy Guevara, and that's when the feud's going to come. I, I think well, if you remember, so if you remember he, told, he told Wardlow that if he won it, that he'd let him keep it. So let's say Wardlow wins it, and he's like, you know what? That's mine. I mean, he be, and that sets him off. He'd be well within his rights. Uh, as MJF right? pointed out, Wardlow does not work for AEW. He signed with MJF. You know, he's his bodyguard. And he's out of contract. He's, according to MJF, he's out of contract wrestler with AEW. But after winning that ladder match, he damn sure could be. Maybe that's why he did what he did in the match that he had. Because that dog collar match was fire. Yeah, that was pretty good. I yeah. liked it. MJF yeah. is a great seller, a great storyteller. He is well beyond his years in professional wrestling. Yeah. I agree. I agree. It's something different about this dude. And I'm glad that it's a slow cook and not a fast rise. Mm -hmm. Fast rises fall fast. Yeah. I think with me, it took me a little while to get get used to MJF because when he does get on the mic, you know, he says the outlandish stuff, you know, who uh, say he gets the shock shock, uh, factor, and I thought for a while that was all he had, you know. I could get on the microphone and say offensive things, and does that make me a great heel? Probably not. Yeah, but you refuse to say some of the things that MJF said. Yeah, but I've come to realize he is more than that. You know, his in-ring work is pretty good. After last night, uh, I've come to respect him more as a as a hardcore dogfight wrestler. Uh, I'm I'm starting to get it a little bit. I've tried to tell Shut you. Shut up! Would you, you accept him as a face? Would you accept him as a face? Probably not. But that's only because he's such a great heel. Like he'd have to show me. Well, he'd have to show the world he could be a good face. I think he did. I think he well, did that. That CM Punk promo when he left me. With the CM Punk promo because people actually fell for him. I don't know. Yep. I I agree. That that seed planting right there. That's long-term storytelling right there. I'm telling you. I doubt he's good as he is. Because he's been bullied before. So he can play it off. And he's good at doing it. I doubt it'd be as good as he is as a heel. I just think you see you. I you said the same thing about a lot of different people, but we have to see it happen. Most of those people, I was right about. Like who? Well, who was I wrong about? Hmm? You were definitely hmm? wrong about Bailey. I still prefer her as a face. She actually. is a. Excellent heel. She's more of an excellent face, though. Like that, that, that lady had the world behind her as a face. Are you tripping? And she got the world hating her. No, she heel. doesn't, Arch. A lot of people like heel Bailey. That's not heel heat. I like heel Bailey, and it's not. It doesn't sound like she's getting very good heel heat to me. But she got good face. She's good face. Really good face. So, so, She's so, a good so, heel, so too. So she had a longer run as a heel than she had as a face as a t- at the top. And she's not as good. That means she's better. Her run was way longer. 
She's not as popular as she was when she was a face. Not even the point. The the point of a of a baby face is a big payoff. Baby faces don't last like John Cena do. Well, when we talk about uh, what a person plays better, you know, a face or a heel, you would imagine that whichever role you know they were most popular in is the role that they play the best. Art, you don't you think so? It depends. Because Tripp has been both. He's been the huge pop as a face and the huge booze as a heel. But which one was he more popular as? Well, Art, we can't all be Triple H. And she doesn't get huge booze. I already told you. She doesn't. There was nobody in the arena to boo her. Well, when she get, well, she comes, when she comes back, she's not going to get the huge booze. She wasn't getting the huge, the huge booze before she left, before, before the COVID era. She wasn't. Let's not argue about this. Good... We got more pay-per-view to get to. Are you jaded? Well, Art. Are you jaded? Hey, you always trying to tell somebody they wrong. I'm not. Because Thunder Rosa got jaded. Whatever. Oh, yeah, she did. <laughs> <laughs> Thunder Rosa, hey, and I... I really felt it was time for Britt Baker to I drop that so title. Too, man. I, I really, was, I did too. I thought it was time. I thought we had the right person. I would have bet this house that Thunder Rosa was leaving as AEW's Women's Champion. Thank God I didn't, because we'd all be homeless. That was that was the one title I expected to change hands. That was the one title I, I expected, so, man. And it just, I just don't. Britt Baker, her. Heel ways doesn't match her popularity. She is so popular to be a heel wrestler. She hasn't won. I haven't seen any match that she's won on her own. Now don't act like they've been there the whole time. They've not been there the whole time. I haven't seen her as, you know, before she got the belt. Well, she was there. All right, and she won matches. The reason I got hip to her was because of the match that she lost to Thunder Rosa. Right. That was the reason I got hip to her. And then she won the title off of Rio. I mean, I like Britt Baker. I like her a lot. I just thought that it was time for her to, you know, go ahead and pass it up. And I thought Thunder Rosa was the perfect person to do it. I'm confused because, honestly, I thought she was a face the way people were cheering her. Well, a lot lot of people like Britt Baker. Danny DeChamp, how do you feel about this match? (laughs) I I like Britt Baker, too. Um, She's really come on. Yeah. You know, since, since she first started. But I, I thought it was Thunder Rosa's time. I mean, they've been building this up for a while. And Thunder Rosa's been on the street. Now it just makes me wonder, if it's not going to be Thunder Rosa, who's it going to be? I want to see. Every, I she's beat see everybody else. See. They don't do option C's at AEW. Let's implement it. Let's cash in the TBS title. And let's get her jaded for real. It's too soon for that. Yeah, I, th- I think so too. Jade's uh, having a her run, and she's trying to build up that title. 
Jay That's the reason they gave Britt Baker that new title because it looked like a mini title <laughs> next to Jay Cargill. That, 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 that uh, a picture of them from the basketball game was like a month or so ago has been going around. And they say when Jay Cargill and Britt Baker are sitting next to each other holding up their titles, they say Britt Baker looked like a fan with her replica title next to Jay Cargill. <laughs> and she actually looked like the champion. And Britt Baker looked like she was a fan standing That's why next they gave her. her that new title. Yeah, that's probably but why I they feel had like new title. after Jay just beat Ty Conti, man, I feel like they, they need to be switching places. Jay feel like a more dominant women's champion. I, I don't know about that, Art. I, I really don't. I, li- I like Jay Cargill as much as the next guy, but, you know, we say the things about uh, Russian things. Yeah, maybe you know, I just, just want it to be. Let's just let it marinate for yeah, a little while maybe longer. I just, I just want it to be. Well, don't rush things. Things take time. So, all right, what about this ladder match that Wardlow won? How do you how do you feel about the placement of the matches? Because I don't like the fact that the House of Black was on the pre-show. Nope, I didn't either. That should have been at least the opener, if not the second match or a cool-off match. Yeah. Should not have been on the pre-show. Ladder match, that ladder match, they've had better. That could have been like number two, number three. Yeah, I definitely agree. They, they have had better ladder matches. That one, I mean... It felt like they they were showing off the big man in a ladder match for a change, which was different to me. I mean, uh-huh. the way WWE does it, they have these humongous ladders and stuff like that for the big men to climb on. This time, they were letting the big men just tear these mugs apart. Yep. There was a spot where I think it was Will Hobbs and Keith Lee. They got one half of the ladder each, and then they rip it apart, you know, like tear it in half. That was Wardlow and Hobbs. Yeah, Wardlow, yeah, Wardlow and Hobbs. And they start beating Keith Lee with each half of it. People were flying Man. off the stage. I mean, it was still a good ladder match yeah. all in all. Hey, and I want to give props to Orange Cassidy's little spot where he jumped up on the people and tried to grab the ring. That was innovative, and I loved it. I liked it. It was great. Ring. See, I thought that was really creative. Yeah, I thought that that was really creative and hasn't been done too many. It, it was a lot of spots in that ladder match that I hadn't seen. You remember when right. we first started talking about Orange Cassidy and we started talking about how stupid this gimmick was and how nobody would ever get behind it? Look at us now. I still don't get it. Well, I enjoy it now. I, st- I don't get it. I still don't get it. But anyway, a word is that uh, Orange Cassidy actually injured his shoulder. It was that fall that he took. Like he got thrown over he, the rope. Keith Lee... Threw that man so hard, he overshot the other two guys yeah. that was supposed to catch him. Yeah, and the word is, he, uh, Orange Cassidy injured his shoulder after that. That was a crazy spot. But, okay, I want to talk about AEW for a second because I want to talk about the inflated roster and the, and the add-ons. Because last night they added on Swerve to the roster. Mm-hmm. And now... We have just in the last, I want to say, month, we've had Buddy Matthews, Keith Lee, Jay Lethal, Swerve, Eric Redbeard, Jay White, Jay White, William Regal, 
uh, Brody King. And this is just in the last, like, month. Jay Lethal? Never mind. Go ahead. But uh, I say this on the show a lot, and it still rings to be true. There's just too many of them. You know? And it's kind of hard to keep track of who's doing what and which show is this person on and which show is that person going to be on next. And it's, it's getting hard to keep track of your favorites at this point. You know, because they get lost in all the chaos and everything that's going on around there. They need to make Rampage two hours. Let's say... Rampage needs to be two hours. I don't don't think that's going to solve the problem. I think here's the problem. Tony Khan is looking at it as, as if the whole show is star studded. So the whole show is like the main event. We still have a dynamic of pre-show slots, first match, cool-down match, set, like uh-huh. spots matter, championships matter, and if you have so many people that you got, what, 15 matches on Dark, and I don't watch Dark. Me neither. No, that's like all the opening people. That's to pad the stats. <laughs> but there are the but there are people like Andrade who are on dark. People uh-huh. like Jay Lethal who are on dark, who would be a star if they went anywhere else. That's another thing I keep bringing up. You know, when all these people they come in and die. they're a shiny new toy, right? And then they get pushed to the back after like what a couple weeks or so. You know, that's when the, the the hype usually starts to die down on these new signees. <coughs> now, maybe three weeks. Now, my thing is, now they have, they're starting to lose people now. The beginning people, the Cody's, yeah. the Janellas, Chavo's pretty, the Swerves, uh, Chavo. Chavo's pretty uh, upset with them. You know, there's a story going around that, that he Tony Khan just stopped, asking, stopped asking, answering his calls. You know, at least that's what Chavo says. You know, he, he, he didn't know that he was off until he wasn't on the roster page anymore. Right. Uh, I read just that. what's going around. Yeah, I read it. Damn. So, it's, it's going to... And he's steady bringing in more shiny toys. I don't think there's enough titles, TV time to go around for all these big... I mean, a lot of these people are pretty big names. Yeah. But you see, the thing of it is, is a company with everybody as uh, big names, as just a company of big names, you know, there's not really any standouts. It's pretty hard to stand out in AEW right now because of all the people. And a lot of these guys are well-known people that people like, and that they want to see. And it's a dogfight at the top of the car, pretty much. Right. No. So. What? Ring of Honor, anyone? That, that's the, so, that's another point we were going to talk about. So, like, Khan did purchase Ring of Honor. I'm excited for the streaming library. Should we get that? That's what excites me the most. But when do we get it and how? 
Yeah, that, that's another case. When do we get it and how? I'm wondering, okay, if he bought a he bought Ring of Honor's library and all and the rights to all of that. That's how he's been getting the music and all that stuff. I mean, he pretty much set this plan into motion once he started buying the rights to people's music from Ring of Honor and stuff. I, I saw the writing on the wall. But does he get the TV time that they had? I hope so. If he gets their TV time on KPLR on, you know, regular TV, because Ring of Honor was on regular TV late right. at night. Right. That'd be a perfect time for Dark. And at least people would be able to record it and watch it later on. I mean, most cable boxes or most stuff has a DVR or rewind or something. It just gives us easier access to a bigger card and he can split the shows. I mean, I don't want to say WWE the game, but WWE the game. Split the shows, have titles on separate shows. If you need to, merge it. That's what I'm hoping that he does. He makes AEW yep. one thing and then Ring of Honor something else. And yep. the roster's big enough to where he could do that. It's too bloated. He can have two, three companies yeah. by now. Right. He's got guys from Ring of Honor, New Japan, like, and there are free agents floating around here with titles like Jonathan Grisham mm. and uh-huh. the Briscoes. Yep. Right. Everybody's trying to wrestle the Briscoes at tag team matches these days. I mean, it's it's warranted. Terminus is already a thing. Yeah. And I liked what I saw. Yeah, they've been doing a lot of Hall of uh, House of Glory matches. Uh, I think the Lucha Bros and the Briscoes are going to be on the next one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, see, we've been getting a lot of independent wrestling because mm-hmm. the king of indies is going around right now. My man, Matt Cardona, is killing the game. What is it? Seven, seven titles? <laughs> seven world titles. For the woo 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 guy? Yes, Matt Cardona. You and him? Matt Cardona, you not him? Oh, good lord. Oh, my God. He's my following. Oh, my God. Teddy the champ. This man is on a tear in the wrestling business. Get outside the WWE bubble, my brother. This man is on a tear (laughs) outside of the game. He has got... He's the NWA world champion right now. He's the NWA champ. He is the digital media champ. An impact. He is right. the GCW champion. I don't think he's GCW champion anymore. Uh, he had just yes. won it from Gage, I think, not too that long was, ago. That was a while ago. I think there was somebody who took that back. My mistake. Yeah, he lost John it Mike pretty quick, though. GCW champion. I think he so. lost that pretty quick. Yeah, and got it back real fast because him and uh. Oh, him and his former partner, the Edgeheads. Brian Myers. Yeah, showed up and got him the belt back. Look into that. I don't remember seeing that one. Look it up, bro. Right now, I'm telling you, that man is holding that belt, too. I doubt it, but okay. Chelsea Green took a picture with it naked. When was that? (laughs) What? My man is on a tear in the game right now. You better Google Cordona. He say the woo-woo-woo guy. That guy is dead. The famous tweet from him was WWE was my developmental. Yeah. 
Which is apparently true. Oh. Well, good for him. That's awesome. Doing it big right now. I'm like, geez, this man is on a tear. John Moxley is GCW World Champion, Art. Did he just take it? He's been champ for 184 days. He's won in September last year. Defeated Matt Cardona. Right. That's who he took it from. Right, I know. I was just saying. But anyway, yeah, Cardona's definitely on a hot streak. He's doing his thing, Teddy. You better get help. I gotcha. Because Impact's Impact's got some things going on, Mm -hmm. too, because... My sacrifice girl, was this weekend. Yeah, sacrifice Great. was this weekend. That was pretty good. My girl Tasha Steels took the belt off of Mickey James. Yes, clap it up for her. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I always wanted to do that. I'm sorry. Okay. Jeez. I don't think I did it right though. Tasha Steels. Tasha, I've been waiting on that, but I really wanted her to win it when she won the first Women's Ultimate X match because. It would have set the precedent for how important that match was to win. Yeah, but either way, but the, still, the winner of the Ultimate X match still, still took got the, title. the title. No, and I'm glad to see it. Uh, I'm glad that uh, Mickey James uh, dropped to somebody who needed the rub because I've said it about this on uh, on past episodes about uh, big name champions only dropping to other big, big name, name champions. champions yeah. You know, champions that are having long streaks dropping to people that. Don't really need the rub from defeating this person. Kenny Omega did it. Deanna Perrazzo did it. Uh, Charlotte Flair did it uh, with the NXT title. Uh, right. They're supposed to drop it to people who would get the big boost off of that win. Yeah. And Mickey James did that with Tasha Steeles this I'm time. I'm glad to see it. And I'm glad to see it. And also, the former Iconics, the yeah. inspiration... And they lost their they tag lost their titles, tag titles to the influence to Emma and Madison Rain. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I love me some Madison Rain. You know, one of probably my favorite knockout of all time, to be honest with you. But I was not finished enjoying the imp- the Inspirations knockout tag team title run. Art. Well, I was not done yet. Bad. I was not done yet. Teddy <laughs> Champ, I don't want to know your opinion on the Iconics because I already know it, and I won't have you besmirching their names. <laughs> you can they besmirch themselves. What'd you say? They besmirch themselves. <laughs> but anyway, uh, another uh, title change hands on that card. Uh, Violet by Design actually picked up the W roll over the Good Brothers. We got new uh, Impact Tag Team Champions, too. Jeez, man. Yeah, Let's get all these change. belts back home, Impact says. <laughs> Impact ain't winning everybody right. taking their belts and going to like, other These companies. are our belts. <laughs> and Violet by Design really got to prove a point. Yeah. They proved that what Rhino was their weak point. <laughs> <laughs> Rhino took the pinfalls, which got the belts taken by the Good Brothers in the first place. I hope that the rain goes better than it did the first time, because... I remember the rain the first time wasn't, you know, that that great. I just hope it goes better this time. Well, we shall see, shan't we? Yeah. And then the big thing happened at the end. After when Moose, Moose defeat, retains. After Moose beat Heath Slater. And then Josh Alexander makes his, tri- his triumphant return to Impact Wrestling. Love to see it. All right. Ready to challenge for the title. Yep. 
He pulled out a contract. He pulled out a new contract for Impact, and he also pulled out the contract for the world title match of Rebellion. And I'm sitting front row. Oh, we'll see. Moose is gonna dominate again. I wouldn't. I wouldn't count on that. This is the payoff, Art. This is the payoff. <laughs> I mean, it'd be a you good got thing. your payoff the first time, it'd be a and good... Moose spoiled it then. Right, but this is the payoff. <laughs> that, this is an actual payoff. And Moose is gonna spoil it again. I mean, it'd be a good win for Moose, most definitely. I think so. He's but spoil I think he's got it again. It. I think Josh Alexander is gonna get his world title run this time. One word, Moose. Oh. I'm telling you, that but, man is killing the game. The sacrifice was great, though. I really like sacrifice. I liked uh, revolution. So WWE better come with the heat, you hear me? I mean, they're usually doing pay-per-views, and we have the biggest one ever. I'm saying right now, it's not looking like it because, okay, first off, <laughs> let's talk about all the title changes that happened this week. Teddy, start with the first one on Raw. Title change on Raw. When Damian uh, Priest dropped the title. Oh, just Ben Balor. See, I was thinking Sami Zayn. That, no, I'm still that's SmackDown. I said I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. That was a good match. I got to say, and from what I'm reading, it's supposed to lead to Damian Priest against Demon Finn to try to spice it up. I mean, if they care, if they fight every week between now and then, it's not going to matter. They got to do something different in order to make me still care. Exactly, because they've already, they've already killed Demon Finn because they fed him to Roman. Right. With a stupid, stupid ending. One of the worst endings I've ever seen. Cut the ropes. <laughs> well, uh, right. I'm not really that big of a fan of this title change, nor am I that big of a fan of the one on SmackDown. I was really liking Damian Priest as United States Champion. And the thing of it is, is what exactly have I been doing with Finn Balor, you know, since he moved to Raw? Not a lot, you know, at least from what I can see. I and thought he was going to be on teams with Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, I thought it wasn't the plan, but now he's the U.S. champion, you know. It was just kind of two out of two out of left field for me, you know. I like when they, uh, when they take a person and they get behind this person and they build the momentum and then they win the title, so the champion has momentum. I don't think the champion has a lot of momentum. But tell me you don't want to see Demon Finn Balor at WrestleMania. I mean, that'd be cool. I don't want to see Demon Finn Balor at WrestleMania. That's what it's for. I believe that they've all they need to stop letting Finn reinvent himself so they can kill it over and over and over over again. They do that. They keep killing him. Stop. The only way it's going to work this year, in my opinion, is if he, if he squashes Priest. He's got to be Priest in less than two minutes for it to mean anything. And I don't want that to happen. Priest can't have that happen. He's too old. He's too old? He's too old. Damian Priest is too old for that to happen in his career. Yeah, he can't do that right he now. Can't, he can't get squashed this late into his career. And then right. come back from it anyway. I mean, they've been doing a really, they've been doing a pretty good job with Damian Priest too. You know, building him up with the card until they took the United States title off him. Now, like, and, uh-huh. if, and if they're just gonna face each other at uh, WrestleMania, anyways, why couldn't Priest just hold on to the title till then? I couldn't tell you why they I don't do get anything it. that they do because they had Sami Zayn win the title one week, 
do a promo oh. the next week. It's, and then lose it the next week. It's basically... To, to no offense, but to Ricochet, of all people. No offense. <laughs> but I've already read that, that they have no plans for him as IC title champ right now. They have nothing for him to do. They have no plans for it. So That's this what is I'm the, talking about. Okay, here's they, the question. Because of Johnny Knoxville. That's the only no, reason they took the, the question. Would you rather Johnny Knoxville wrestle for the IC title or the IC title not be defended at all? Which is probably going rather- to happen. I'd rather not see Knoxville there at all. No, that's not part of your... That's not one of your options. The option is have the IC title pulled from the match. This is like asking... Because Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn is going to happen. Do you want to have it for the IC title or do you want to take the IC title off of Sami Zayn to protect it? Well, I I understand that, but it's it's still bullshit. <laughs> it still sucks. As a Sami Zayn fan, that sucks. I would just rather have Johnny Knoxville challenge for the IC title and Sami Zayn beat the shit that? out of him. Because it's jackass. The so whole what? point of jackass is to prove that Johnny Knoxville can take pain. So beat the shit out of him. Well, he can do I that agree. without the Intercontinental title. Put put that man through tables. Put that man through everything you possibly can, and for once in your life, swerve the audience and let Sami Zayn win just emphatically. Right. Make him look like a tough guy. We wouldn't even expect it to just go down like that for Johnny Knoxville tonight because we know it's entertainment. To be completely honest, it probably should go down like that. You know, the... the what, the WWE, in my opinion, has a good, has a good, uh, has a good time letting us forget that Sami Zayn is a world class wrestler. Yes, Why he is. should this match be competitive? That's but it's going to because it's entertainment because everybody has this standard now that every celebrity could be Bad Bunny. We got lucky with Bad Bunny. I, I highly doubt... We got lucky that, that, with, that, with a that, lot of people. I highly doubt that Johnny Knoxville is going to be able to pull off the same kind of things he did. See, there was a point where you actually had to train and have skill to step in. Where, you know, they had the Lawrence Taylors step in. And the, you know, Stephen Amells And, you know, Floyd Mayweather. He's an actual athlete. Now, once Snooki and Maria Menudos got in there, there was that Drew Carey. Like Pete Rose. That was it for that. You know what I'm saying? Pete Rose still made it look good because all he did was came in and got Tombstone every year. <laughs> That's Pete Rose. That's Pete Rose. <laughs> every year he came in, got dumped on his head, and burnt out. That was every year. He even yeah. tried to dress up as a chicken to get his lick back. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and still got him. And still got him. But then they started letting people, like, make the wrestlers look bad. And Sami Zayn is too talented for that, in my opinion. Like, I understand that how, uh, you know, Sami operates, you know, he likes the entertainment parts. And he's good at the entertainment he part. Is. I'm not saying he's not. You know, That's my point being that... 
They let the entertainment overshadow the wrestling. Okay, well, let's talk about it then, Gunner. Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair. Why do we have to talk about it, Art? Because we, it roused you up. I was not finished talking about the Intercontinental title, which also riles me up. <laughs> <laughs> because Teddy the Champ pointed out, according to the readings, they don't have to play, they don't play this ricochet. Nope. So, so, so what's the point of putting the Intercontinental title on him? He's officially won every mid-card title. <sighs> and it sucks for him, too, because this reign is going to be a placeholding reign. I can almost guarantee it. And for... The match will be a ladder match. Watch. I see title ladder match, like a six-way thing or something. That'd be great. I'd love to see I'd a, love I, it. I'd love to see a ladder match. I'd love to see a workhorse match. Like, Jesus. Let's do that. Let's do that. Good idea, Teddy the Champ. Take it back to the days when the Miz and 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 Zack Ryder and and like Kofi Kingston and 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 Dean Ambrose because the Intercontinental yeah. title bring the workhorse back work, did have his workhorse reign you know the mid uh, towards the mid uh, towards the middle of a decade last year you know with people like. Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens and Finn Balor and Dolph Ziggler. You know, these guys. They made the IC title look important. They did. Jericho with the U.S. title making it seem important. Right. Yes. I just want the champions to have momentum. That's all I want. Just to be good champions. Why can't champions be good? Charlotte's a good champion. Shut up. She's, Charlotte is a good champion. So is Becky. She's really good. Charlotte, I think Carol. that she might be the first person to make Ronda Rousey tap out. Personally, I would love to see that. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm I'm so torn, but I think I'm going to root for I don't Charlotte. understand why you would be torn here. Because you know how I love how I've loved Ronda Rousey all these years. Goodness. From the moment she stepped in Strike Force and made this girl submit in less than a minute, I was hooked. The moment she broke Misha Tate's arm, I was I like, get "Oh my all god!" All the respect in the world. For UFC fighter Ronda Rousey. You remember, I picked her as my woman's athlete of the year. And our, like, what, it was the 29th of the decade. You know, when we were doing the end of the decade show. Yeah. She was my pick. I don't understand Because she single-handedly created the women's uh, division in the UFC. Talking. (laughs) I don't understand why... We have to pander to Ronda Rousey in the WWE. I understand that, you know, she's a big star, and it's true. You know, she's a big star. She's going to get a lot of money, you know, towards the product. I get it. But they, they act like she's the greatest women's pro wrestler walking the face of the earth sometimes or something. You heard the, the announcement when they brought her out to the ring this week on SmackDown. Former Raw Women's Champion. Uh, winner of the Royal Rumble. She was. I, I, I get that she's all these things, but yeah. they have to list off her resume when they're bringing her out. Because it's not that long. It, 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 it was, was pretty long. It was pretty was long. Was that her first interview on SmackDown, though? Let's say. 
That was like her first interview on SmackDown, though. Of course, you're going to give her accolades. No, I mean, you'd be screaming mad if she didn't do that for Sasha. Come for on, the match now. this week for so with Sonya Deville was what I was referring to, Teddy the Champ. They always say the winner of the Royal Rumble. Okay, but but right. we all know that she's a former Raw Women's Champion. Why do they got to bring that up? Because why? that's what they do. Because no, they, they don't. Why? Why did, do that for anybody else? Why did Lillian Garcia no, 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 have to no, bring no, it up no, when no, Triple no, H no. was coming down and he just They don't started. do it for anybody else. Yes, they do too. You don't hear. People say when Bailey gets brought out as SmackDown Women's Champion, you don't hear people say she's also the former Raw Women's Champion and yes, NXT Women's Champion and Women's Tag Team Apparently. Champion. Apparently, hold not on, all hold on. That. No, no, Apparently, no. NXT doesn't count, so let's not go there. My point stop being, being extra. my point being, well, quit trying to interrupt me. My point being, they don't run down the resume when they bring it out when they announce somebody for a match for anybody else. I've I've not heard them do it. You just they've done it for other people. They don't do it every time. No, they do it for other people. That's a valid point. Who 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 else did they do it? Go ahead, Teddy. Dude, they've done it for males before. Run off lists of accolades on the way down to the ring. Chase Lily and Garcia. Away out of the arena. Former world heavyweight champion. But when do they do it for males, though? You know, they, they, they bring out big. They bring out Kofi. They say they remind us that he's a former WWE champion, an Intercontinental champion, United States champion, and his intro. They might talk about it on commentary, but in his intro, they do this for a promo. I don't believe that. They do it for the Royal Rumble winner all the time. Okay, fine. The Royal Rumble winner is one thing, okay? okay Funny, that's I think you thing. just hate Ronda. No, I'm pointing out the thing, and y'all are trying to act like I'm crazy. I'm not crazy. <laughs> I've never heard them do this before. <laughs> they don't list out the accolades for people when they bring them out. You're they don't. Crazy. They don't no, do not every time, just on special occasions. What? what Every time you see Rhonda's special. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. Every time. I just don't like the pedestal thing, man. But that's just me. She just hasn't done as much, so it's quick. They got to build it up, bro. Man, it's supposed to be the main event of night one. Okay, fine. They have to build up the feud. And I, I guess in the process, they have to try to make Ronda Rousey feel and it's as the, important, and it's the look as important as she can. That you hate them. The only thing that would make this greater is if Nikki Bella was in it. Oh, shut up! Okay, quit oh, trying God. to make, quit trying to uh, give people ideas about how to get me, how to irritate me. Okay, and I don't hate Charlotte Flair. You I do. just hate having to talk to her when you're. I just hate having to talk about it when you're around. Cause you try to find, cause you have pleasure, find pleasures, and you know, finding ways to irritate me. No, I don't. Yes, WWE you do. He finds the pleasure in irritating you. And then, if and then that then was you the case, they wouldn't take the championships away from her, and she'd already pass Flair's record. Well, I wish that if they would. Wanna, in my suffering. If, <laughs> if you want to make that Charlotte Rousey match better, you add Rhea Ripley to it. Now, why would that make That's anything better, Teddy the Champ? How? Do what? How would that make anything better? 
Um, because she's about the only one that could stand toe to toe with both of them, dude. Seriously, she loses all the time. Don't don't hate on Rhea because she's being used as a shitty spot for Nikki right now. Yeah. Rhea can go, and I've said that for years. I know Rhea Ripley can go. I'm not saying career. I'm not saying that Rhea Ripley can't go. Okay, it's not the point I was trying to make here. Okay, the point that I'm trying to make is they don't really, you know, present it like she can go these days. I mean, every time she gets she gets her hands on a women's title, they feed her to Charlotte Flair. Every it happened time. with the NXT title. It happened with the Raw Women's title last year. Why would you want to see that again? Because that was because that was because that's what would happen. She just be there to take the fall. Again. I disagree. He's, he's right. Gonna, she's gonna be Charlotte. Gunner's right. <laughs> he's right. It every, time. every time, but those two are in the same ring. Every time, Charlotte he's goes right. over Rhea Ripley. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Teddy the Champ. These are hard truths. These are hard right. facts. Right. It's, 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 it's like a hard fact them. that for some reason they keep throwing Sasha Banks in a tag team. Because I guess she's a tag team specialist now. Now, now. now, what happened with Naomi and Sonya Deville? Is that, not, is that just over now? Because Naomi didn't get the, didn't get the, uh, the satisfying win in no, Saudi Ronda Arabia. Not, uh, Ronda got it. So, so, so Ronda just gets her satisfying moments. Is that what, is that what I'm hearing? Yes. And... and, and, and <laughs> I hate it here. I hate it here. I really do. So, so the feud's just over now, and Rhonda gets her satisfying moments. <laughs> She's been tormenting Naomi for months. For months, and and now it's over, and, and she didn't even get the moment. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell, bro? Well, at least you got Roman and Goldberg finna take a title away. Yeah, and I'm looking for I'm looking forward to Roman and Brock. And to be honest with you, I'm looking forward to seeing Sasha and Naomi tag to take on Carmella and Zelina Vega. My guy, you know, my guy was the first person to snatch Goldberg's neck and make him lose by submission. That he was and Roman. Now, Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar became the person to beat every black champion we've ever had. They, they talk about that online. And now we get to unify the titles and get rid of something. I'm looking forward to this, man. Roman and Brock, it's going down. And I'm looking forward Again. 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 Wait, they switched places this time, traded the champ. They ain't never done it like this. <laughs> We've seen this match already. Spear, spear, F5, suplex, spear, F5, Superman punch. They're going to change it up. You I just, just wait to see. Match. You just wait to see, Teddy. They're going to change it up this time, man. You just wait. You're going to eat your words. Okay. <laughs> but uh, we got well, out of time here. So. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. So, uh, <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us, Teddy the Champ. We appreciate it, brother. For sure. This is Man, like, thanks for having me back. Miss so you guys. much fun, bro. Yeah. I love having you on. I have not laughed this hard in so long. Bro, tell them where to reach you, man. Uh, Matt Lindsay on Facebook. Matt Lindsay 677 on Instagram. Teddy, uh, tell them where you at. All right. 
Teddy Duchamp on Facebook, Snatchy Smurf on Twitter. That's about it. <laughs> and I am Art Dog One on Instagram, Art Dog Three on Twitter, and you can listen to us every week on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Please rate and review. Please rate and review. Thank you for listening to the Sons of Legends. We'll holler at you guys next week. Peace.